Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Serious Issues. My name is Andrew Levins and joining me today, returning to the show, the great Connor Stevens. Hello. Hi Connor. I'm here. Welcome back. Uh, You can hear the sound of dread of everyone listening right now as they realise that today is another all manga episode of Serious Issues. (laughs) Call us Sister Act 2 because we're back in the habit of talking about manga. Now, before we recorded, Connor, you mentioned that you did not understand the concept of a MySpace top eight. So, how in the fuck do you know what the what the sequel to Sister Act is, is, is known as? <laughs> I don't know. One plays on Channel Go, the other didn't play on my Windows ninety five computer. You are a very uh, strangely aged person. <laughs> how old are you now? Let's get this out of the way now. Twenty. Twenty now. Twenty. Okay, you're no longer a teen. Interesting stuff. Um, uh, and so, I'm woke uh, now, if we're to believe the saying. You're, you're no longer... I think, yeah, in, in the early episodes of Serious Issues, we referred to you as the woke, t- t- the woke, the woke teen. Now you are just a, an average 20, 20-something, like all the other losers who listen to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, nowhere near as cool as everyone over 30 who makes it. Actually, I have no idea if Siobhan's even over 30 yet. I should, I should learn the ages of my, uh, of my co-hosts. Um, but, uh, look, if, if the idea of listening to, um, two friends talking about manga for the next hour, uh, sends a shiver down your spine, shiver no longer. Why don't you just think about this as two people who have, uh, routinely recommended things that you've enjoyed in the past. Um, however, now they're just recommending you new things from a different country. And, uh, I really should just stop giving so many like disclaimers before committing to everyone knows it's all I read now. Just like, are you just under the assumption that so many like of your readers hate manga? Like if I look at your iTunes reviews, it's like this show segmented in a way I hated. Get out of Japan. Oh, no. The latest review of, of serious issues is complaining about how much I say um and ah, which I am <laughs> trying now since reading that criticism to do less. But you know, I, it, when, you, when you are trying to be critical of something, you don't want to just blurt out stupid things. You want to pause for a moment before you blurt out the stupid things. Uh, so that's all I'm doing. Uh, he's a big fan of Siobhan, though. So he's going to definitely love this episode. Skipping this one. <laughs> yeah. um, so we have... Connor and I have uh, read a lot of the same manga um, in the last couple of weeks. 
um, which is exciting because it just means I wake up to a deluge of oh my gods from Connor <laughs> as, as either either they or I catch up to where the other one is at in the series that we're currently reading. Uh, so we have um, a few series that we've both uh, jumped on for the first time and a series that we've both been reading for a while, Connor significantly longer than I, um, that has just finished to talk about on the show today. But I thought we should kick things off with a series that has taken over both of our lives over the last fortnight. Um, and that is a, uh, a manga series that uh, premiered in Shonen Jump about uh, just just under two years ago and has recently become an anime for the first time. There's four episodes of it out. And um, it's something it's, it's a manga that I've been aware of and kind of had on my list of ones to get to eventually. But the... I guess a lot of people responding and so excited about the anime starting. Um, both Connor and I went in uh, to Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen for the first time, um, which is uh, a manga who, which is written by um, Gegi Akutami. Would you say Gigi Akutami or Gegi? I'd probably say Gigi, but that means it's probably wrong. Likewise. So who knows where, where we're at. Um, but uh, Akutami has uh, is, is a relative newcomer to um, to long form manga. He's got a few mini series and one shots uh, in 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 his past. But Jujutsu Kaisen is his first long form series, and uh, actually follows on from a uh, considered canon mini series that he wrote for a, one of the Jump books uh, a couple years ago. Uh, it is, I mean, it's it, it's it's essentially it's a you know it's a your classic teen shonen manga about. Uh, teenage boys and girls fighting demons um and connor you sold it to me when you because you started reading it before i did just just saying how much heart even though you you know you especially in those early chapters you you were very aware of the the tropes and story beats and characters you you know there was a familiarity to them you've read a lot of shonen manga over the years <laughs> um but yeah like you, you said that this this had a lot of heart yeah i'd like I think I read the first eight chapters like a year ago and I was like, oh, I'll come back to that. Never did. And then the anime started and that's just incredible. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit too. And then I jumped on it, just, you know, started tearing through it. But yeah, it's like, you know, a well-to-do kid who wants to just help people gets, you know, powers and has to fight the evils of the world and meets up like a cranny, a zany bunch of characters and there's this own like complicated battle system that constantly changes and powers up and you know it's all that shonen stuff but like i think i started with that but you know now we're both caught up to chapter i think 128 so now it's like it's not even in that shadow of itself it just feels like just one of the best shonens you can read at the moment it is yeah because it's you know I, i definitely agree with you like when you when you are reading those first maybe 30 chapters it's like oh it's kind of nicely familiar and like just feels like a you know very well done um, shonen manga that hits all the beats you want it to but it quickly evolves into like I said the other night to you like before you caught up completely like the, the current arc has massive um, chainsaw man energy which is another uh, manga that we're both uh, big fans of um, which is like wildly unpredictable and um, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen this current arc um, like like Connor mentioned we're up, up to the 120 chapters um, now and the current arc has just such an insane unpredictability and the stakes feel so high for every character um, it death is just a, a frequent uh, occurrence for any character in in this series and um, god the the current arc is uh, is just it's 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 all time possibly 
and so stressful. It's so it's like, <laughs> like I said to you the other day. I'm like I genuinely think this is one of the best arcs I've ever read, and I have no idea what's going to happen next. It is like you know all of the characters that we've met so far. Uh, basically fighting a, a, a bunch of demons that have taken over Shibuya and are like, you know, trapped a bunch of humans and they have to try and rescue them. And like, you know, so you have like constant deaths of like these, you know, nameless humans that are at, at, at threat. But then, yeah, all the characters that you may have, you know, maybe you've spent a hundred chapters with, one of them could die too. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I, it's, it's crazy to see like a, a, yeah, a manga that's built itself up so strongly like Jujutsu Kaisen has and like, you know, lured in people with that familiar premise only to like, just like, just punch them in the heart constantly with each new chapter. It's, uh, it's thrilling. And it touches on at the start, but like, I think, yeah, once like Patch Face, Patch Work, I forget his name, Patch something, your boy, once he gets introduced, it's like, it starts feeling like a proper horror manga mixed with shonen. It's not just, oh, there's curses and there's demons. It's the threat of death is real and bodies will be treated absolutely horribly as you try to save the day. Um, yeah, I mean, to give people a better idea of, like, exactly, you know, the, the premise of this show, yeah, we have um, uh, we have Yuji Itadori, who is the, um, the protagonist of, of this series, who is just, like, you know, an average um, uh, school kid who's very good at sports, naturally gifted at, at sports, but um, he's grandfather is dying so he um he wants to be with his grandfather at, at the hospital as much as possible he um chooses as his afternoon activity um uh it's like a um like a i guess like a spirit summoning like a, a, a club like yeah a para- like a cult a paranormal club? paranormal cult club um afterwards uh, after school um and uh he, he really likes the two other students that he's there with and um they uncover like a a, a a cursed artifact uh, in the school that they believe is cursed um, the oval and send a lot of people, a lot of athletes uh, home uh, sick. And it turns out this is, and this is just, this is just the first chapter of, of the series in the first episode of the anime. Um, the cursed object is a, is a finger of, uh, of one of the most powerful demons of, of, of all, of all time, whose name is Sukuna. And um, after meeting, uh, someone else, another another student from a different school. This is a school that uh, basically like specializes in fighting demons. Uh, is it Jujutsu High? Is that what they're called? Yeah, or oh, the Jujutsu Sorcerer is it the That's Tokyo right. Jujutsu High? Um, and uh, he, he basically uh, Ita, Yuji Itadori, our main character, takes it upon himself to um, to help save his friends and 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 maybe more 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 than that over time by eating the cursed finger of the demon. And so he now has a demon trapped in inside of him that he can swap places with if he ever needs to. But the demon is like, you know, one of the most powerful and terrifying demons of all time. So he doesn't want to do that too often. And you meet, he eventually, he basically gets enrolled in this jujitsu sorcerer school and uh, meets a bunch of other jujitsu sorcerers and they go out and fight cursed demons and, 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 and you know, obviously progressively get more and more powerful over time. It's so much fun. I uh, I think the the first thirty chapters are fun but confusing as we you you're introduced to like the the power systems and a lot of characters that uh, I think look very similar um, or certainly talk very similar, um, but soon you meet a lot of like yeah like very very uh, animated and fun characters and I have a lot of favorites and 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 I'm, I'm worried about the. Uh, their lives at the moment. Yeah. 
that we're talking about it. It feels so long ago. It's been like two weeks, but from where we are now to back then, just yeah, massive. I mean, so to give, I know Connor's in a similar page as me, but uh, so yeah, we burned through all the manga in like a fortnight, 120 something chapters. Then I've this week I've watched I've watched the first four episodes that are available of the anime. And uh, I gen- generally don't like anime adaptations of, of manga because, one, I, I want to read the manga first because I always find them much better paced than, than the anime. Um, and then if I've, if I've read the story before, it has to be really good to maintain my attention. You know, as much as of a, of a One Piece fan as I am, like I can, I can barely sit through, you know, two episodes of that show even when it's at its best. Although I know there are like you know there are arcs that are done really well overall, One Piece is a slog, um, and I gen- generally find that like yeah a lot of anime ad- adaptations can be like unnecessarily drawing out certain plot points to get more episodes out of the, the limited chapters that they have access to. Um, but the first episode of the anime of Jujutsu Kaisen I think is a better, better is a be- better story and better like you know it's it's told better than the first chapter of the manga and it was so great revisiting it the four chapters the four episodes that followed it's just so much great style the fight scenes are awesome the voice cast is wonderful the music and the score Ooh, and the yes. um the opening theme uh is just so good we're going to talk more about that in a moment but i uh i i saw the opening and closing theme videos before i'd finished the manga and i was just like oh my god i can't wait to watch these <laughs> as soon as i finish and I have listened to the theme song, I think, 50 times this week. It is so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same, but maybe, I mean, I'm kind of funking out to that uh, ending theme a bit more. You know, just, just straight great, especially vibes. With the, uh, the, the visuals to match the ending theme oh, yeah. are, are fantastic, too. But the, the opening theme is by this uh, um, uh, musician and producer from Japan whose name is Eve. Not to be confused with the um, uh, Rough Riders uh, rapper from New York, Eve. Very different. Although one day they should they should uh, collaborate. That'd be great. Um, but Eve makes like, I guess like your typical kind of like anime opening, um, very like anthemic, uh, like pop rock. But it has it, it, all of his music has like like quite like math rocky, almost like emo guitar and drum work. Um, I love it. It's so addictive, and I've listened to <laughs> message Connor yesterday to let them know that I uh, I've, I've listened to every single song Eve has made that's available on Apple Music. In, in and less all than of them have hours. like um um like incredible music videos animated by some of the most popular like animation studios in Japan. God, some of the videos are insanely beautiful. Like just so well animated. Um, it's funny. Like I feel like the Eve, and then um. Uh, what's the other um, act that uh, I listen to a lot that's like a dude and a girl? Um, um, oh, why can I not remember the name? The name starts with a D. We're going to get this. You and me can figure we, this we, out. All right, let's you. go quick. <laughs> <laughs> I have a playlist. I know they're in the playlist. <laughs> it's like the worst the worst artist to try and tell Siri to play um, because the name is uh, is so confusing for Siri to understand. Um, Yao Sobi. doesn't start with D at all. Um, oh, okay. That's what's wrong with me. Yoa, Yoa is, the, is their name. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a producer and a singer. Um, they and both I like were that, like, like Vocaloid producers at well at some point. But I think they might still be because Vocaloid just surpasses whatever I once used to listen to when I was like 12. So, you know, sure. crazy over there. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of experience with the genre of Vocaloid. Um, but yeah, you're right. Both both acts have a have a background in it. Now they make kind of like more accessible pop rock. Uh, but it's like really frantic and crazy. And uh, yeah, I like that both Eve and Yosobi um, have uh, have anime like film clips, and then like like. There's no photos of of the artists anywhere online. It's just like <laughs> they have like manga avatars. <laughs> um, so that these guys were clearly put on this earth to make anime soundtracks. I mean, there's a lot of K-pop as well, and I like that K-pop is like harkening back to like the 2000s era of like girl groups and boy bands. Um, mm. Like you know, everyone from like Backstreet Boys in America to like all of the British like S Club Seven and and Five and stuff like that. But J-pop is just, yeah, it's just like, oh, like, it's just still, every song is just epic. I don't know, there is like a lot more kind of classical pop kind of stuff, but then there's so much like big rock guitars and like so many layers of epic vocals. They all just sound like anime intros, it rules. The amount of like, like connection between like J-rock and J-pop, which, you know, encompasses like 30 other genres as well. But that's my favorite. Just a lot of, a lot of good guitars out there. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it rules. Um, but yeah, highly recommend Reading Jujutsu Kaisen, watching Jujutsu Kaisen, listening to Eve, and um, exercising demons at all at all opportunities. It's yeah, best. I'll like like if you want a, to get into the manga a bit easier, like the explanation of sort of the power system is like I'm saying like a lot now. I think I got stuck in my head, but uh, you get look. I'll, I'll let you know when someone writes about it in the iTunes review. Finally, my first review. We don't have any reviews. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Um, I'll, so I'll review, uh, world, oh, but yeah. By the way, everyone, Connor is joining us from their podcast with Denim Harry, uh, the excellent Wine Mums, a pop culture discussion podcast that they uh, do. Is it weekly or, or monthly? Or it's kind of like um, whenever, just right? whenever. You know, despite yeah. you know everyone's desires, we continue on. If you want to find us there, so go, we sometimes go listen talk about to it stuff. and leave them a review. I very rarely ask for a serious issues review, but I am asking for positive reviews only for uh, good old wine. I'll months. take a negative one, just like something. Okay, well, if you if you think I say um too much, maybe let wine mums say they say mum too much <laughs> or come too much. Your choice. <laughs> that might be a legitimate criticism. <laughs> Yes, on the world of Jujutsu Kaisen, it's all about curses and curse energy. Humans put off negative energy, like their fear of natural disasters or like burglars and like cemeteries and stuff. And that creates creatures that run around and murder people. But humans, if they're born with it, can use that curse energy to like do whatever the fuck they want. You know, they'll be mechs, they'll be punching things, they'll be summoning shadows, they'll be... um, Nails, you can just hit someone with a nail. Just like great, it's, great. It's super, just... My fa- my favorite superpower in the, in the in the show, <laughs> in, in in the manga. Yeah, and if you just you just kind of gotta like roll with the punches that cursed energy can do just about everything. And it takes maybe about seventy five chapters in until I finally figured out what Gojo Sensei's powers actually did. Yes, <laughs> like having he heard you just say that now in my head, I was like, yes, I know exactly what they're talking about. But now I'm like, oh god, what if what if Connor asked me to say what the powers are? I don't think I could say. <laughs> there, there's like there's just like one scene where the, he, someone just color grades his powers. I'm like, oh, I guess that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Well, Gojo Sensei is like he he you can't touch him, right? Yeah, he he's like exist. he can repel things. Because he exists in, like, the infinitesimal, but that also means he can explode energy <laughs> outlets. And also, he has a second power, which means he can overflow the world with information that destroys yes. your brain. That plays, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! card feel spells if you watch the Yu-Gi-Oh! show. Ah, oh, it's so funny. 
I'm assuming everyone who's li- who's listening this far has. <laughs> oh, you, mandatory watching, probably. Yeah, but look, above all, with this manga, like you know, the the the, the genre of shonen manga, there's so many detractors that I understand the reason why people don't take manga or anime seriously. Like you know, the so-called fan service that. Oh means you you know every female character is stripped down to a bikini or or or, or less like a <laughs> bikini at best um just you know to titillate teenage japanese uh, readers uh and and it can get like you know I, i've been reading i forgot to put it on the list of things we're going to talk about today but i've read the first three volumes of fire force which is a um uh, oh, a, yes. a manga series by um atsushi okubo um, who also did the um, Soul Eater series, mm. and I know that the um, the anime is super popular. It's like it's a gorgeous looking anime. Um, I watched the first few episodes, and the um, yeah, the fan service, and that turned me off. But I saw the first three volumes of this of Fire Force at my library, and I thought, oh, maybe it's just an anime thing. Maybe the <laughs> manga, uh, you know, doesn't have that, and it is so much worse in the manga. Like, <laughs> oh no, I had like, to drop the anime. I just couldn't. That's that's terrifying. Yeah, there's like you know, there, there's a nun character. Like who's who's like a she like Fire Force is about like uh, a, a team of uh, of essentially superheroes who use their powers to fight fi- fire demons, but they all dress up in like firefighter uniforms, and it's like it's such a great concept, and they look so fucking cool in their in their uniforms, especially in like the really really colorful and vibrant um, anime, but like. Yeah, this this nun character like gets stripped down to nothing so frequently in the first three volumes, and it's just so. It's just gross. <laughs> it's like I, it's 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 enough to just go. Why the fuck am I reading this? And so I I stopped. I don't think I'll read any more Fire Force. But there's there's definitely some good in it. But I hate having to make excuses for myself or like you know just hope that no one is seeing me read this book in which like a very buxom tall woman strips a habit off a teenage nun <laughs> and like walks on her. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but Jujutsu Kaisen, on the other hand, like you have like so many great characters who just they all wear the same uniform, and like I don't know, like it, th- there's there's references to sex in it, and like well not so much sex, but like the desires of a teenage character, but it's done in a, in a way that I don't think is like gross at all, like, like no visual fan service too, which is like yeah. Nice. Like there's a character who is very, very like you know out- outgoing about the fact that he loves tall women with, with big butts, but you never see him like you know like drooling Sanji style over a character with a big butt in front of him or anything. No like nosebleeds. Yes, exactly. It's done in a really sweet way. Like, you know, even even a, 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 a manga as progresses as like Kimetsu no Yaiba has like a, a you know a, just a just a standard boring like teenage mm. Japanese pervert character. Um, who is apparently the most popular character in the series, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, it, it was so refreshing to have Jujutsu Kaisen just, you know, be all of these, like, have all those familiar feelings in from Shonen Manga, but not have that that really annoying one. Mm. Great series. Um, highly recommended. Now we've got to suffer through the wait weekly for it. I mean, I'm excited for that, but... Yeah, I'm, look, I, I'm, I, I agree with you that it is a, a bummer when you hit when you read past the binge point of a, of a new of a manga that you just started but there is something so special about every monday getting the notification from the shonen jump app with all the new chapters are ready and then getting like a you know 20 pages of one piece 20 pages of Jujutsu kaisen like it's sick i have like six now that i uh mm. that, I, that i keep up with 
I mean, you said you're going to do it. Have you read any of the more recent uh, Shonen Jump series? No, I just read Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> That's okay, all I thought cool. about for like two weeks. I've, I've read a bunch of them, um, and uh, some of them I do not like at all, like Roboco, which is a um, comedy manga about like a, a, a little kid who everyone has like robot maids and they're like sexy, um, but he, he gets a fat robot maid and she's not sexy. How, how annoying. It's a terrible, terrible manga. It's so okay. bad. Don't read it. Actually, I should say, I actually find Jujutsu Kaisen probably my, like, has my favorite comedy in Shonen. It's so dry, but it's so funny. Just, like, random insertions of dry observation or reaction faces. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the kind of disdain that the characters have for, for each other provides a lot of humor. Um, and almost disdain, disdain for their job as well. Like, in spite of all the in, insane, heightened, crazy fighting they have to do. They still, you know, roll their eyes and make a bunch of quips, but in a in a non annoying way. It's good. Um, but one of the uh, the manga series uh, that started recently in uh, Shonen Jump, it's on, it's less than forty chapters in. Um, it is written by Yoshifumi Tezuka, um, and it's called Undead Unluck, and it is a very funny series that I have quite grown to love. <laughs> uh, so Undead is uh the uh code name for a character whose name is andy and uh undead is a zombie um who cannot die so he is undead and then unluck is uh fuko and she is like a teenage girl so i guess yeah like andy is like undead zombie character who's a little bit like wolverine in that he has like regenerative regenerative powers and has also been alive for many many years um and then uh he meets uh fuko um, who is known as Unluck. And Fuko, after having many years of Unluck, because whoever touches her skin to skin, something bad happens to. Um, Andy meets her and, like, immediately, like, hugs. Like, the first chapter is so gross with the fan service. Like, basically, like, she gets topless somehow and he presses his skin against hers and then gets, like, hit by a meteorite. And he thinks that if he can convince this teenage girl to love him... Um, enough bad luck will will happen that he may actually be able to die. And so the first few chapters are like this very stupid um, slapstick manga about like this girl being like, fuck off, you dumb old weird zombie, and him wanting to like convince her to love him so that they can fuck, I guess, and then he'll die. <laughs> Death by fuck. Um, <laughs> and uh, it then opens up the world... So there's undead, there's unluck, but then we learn that there's lots of other characters um, who, which are like un something else, and that refers to all of their 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 other powers. You then also learn that they're all there's like a table of people that like they sit around a table and they're like the uh, you know like the knights of the lord table or whatever, but they basically have to deal with all of these. Um, Curses, I guess. I know they have an official word in the book, but I can't remember what it is. Um, but there's like a a talking book that that grants them wishes um, if they fulfill certain missions for him. And basically, like these wishes will be like or like circumstances that happen because they fulfill or or, or, or fail to fulfill this this like like weird book's needs. Um, and uh, there's like a god that creates the rules for them and that puts these like weird creatures or that, that are either monsters or people that can join their team to help fight the monsters. Um, and uh, 
yeah, they have to like they, they talk to this book and like it grants them things like like now because of their actions, everyone in the world speaks the same language, and uh, but then there's also like a, a you know a massive monster will be unleashed on the world that they have to fight and take down, and uh, you've we learn that like some of the characters have been fighting have been like doing stuff for 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 this god. And then there's like a timer. If they don't fulfill all of these things, the world's going to end. And it's just like the, the law is insane for this like insanely stupid premise from the first few chapters. The the law of the world that these dumb characters are is in is crazy and, and reminds me a little bit of like Hunter Hunter. Um, like these, the characters kind of feel like the hunters in that group that have to do things for the greater good, or like you know you can do things for yourself as well. Um, there's so many crazy concepts in this in this manga. I swear, if you read it, Connor, you would find something to like about it. I, you know, I might just... that it, it, It's so funny to me. I'm not sure whether it's just the way this company runs. They're like, all right, start as a comedy manga, and in about eight issues, we'll tell you to fuck that off. Let's get yeah. the show rolling. It's pretty common, but it's still incredibly funny when it happens. Like, is that Mashal book going to become a fighting manga before we know it? Who knows? I think it already has. Oh my god! Of course, <laughs> they use like magic. It's like that's like a weird like Harry Potter parody manga that has now yeah become like a magic fight, um, fight manga. Um, <laughs> but the the pencil work in Undead Unluck is pretty rough, but there's a charm to it that reminds me a lot of like '90s era Image comics. Um, and then of course yeah, you have yeah, the presence yeah. the presence of a very Wolverine esque character. Um, it, like you know, it's very horny. It's very violent. Um, there's lots of swords. If you miss the 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 weird chaotic energy that came with um 90s image comics definitely give undead unluck a shot on the uh, shonen jump app uh i like it and i feel guilty liking it but maybe you can feel guilty <laughs> liking it too <laughs> communal guilt it's fine better you got to share it with somebody i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so uh, and one series that Connor had me join on, 
again after it was shortly after the uh, anime of, of of this manga started is Beastars, and maybe you've uh, maybe you've read it, maybe you've watched the uh, the is it twelve uh, episodes that that aired on Netflix? Mm. Um, was it earlier this year? Or was the end of last year? I can't remember. One of the but, two. Uh, that series, um, which is uh, written and drawn by Paru Itagaki, um, actually came to a close on um, a- about three weeks ago. Had its final chapter. Uh, what can you tell us about this excellent manga about horny animals? Connor? I mean, I feel like everyone sort of compares it to Zootopia to start with, which it kind of does. It starts off as like this world of herbivores and carnivores. Everyone's an anthropomorphic animal. And there's that tension between the two types, but there's a school where it starts at, and there's this concept called the B-Star, which is like, you graduate from the school to become, like, God. Not really God. But you look after all the animals as almost a divine authority. And it starts off, you know, really, really horny, really fun, with a, you know, a nice bit of, um, social commentary, school drama. Then it sort of goes into... An action manga when you, like, the mobs are introduced and there's stuff about this back alley market and, you know, fights ramp up and there's about a hundred chapters in the school and it's, it's really taken off here and in Japan. And then, but I feel like what the English release is about to get up to, I think they're eight volumes in, is that post chapter a hundred, the game changes entirely. You know, we sort of leave the school and the manga becomes something new entirely. And I really love it post there. And that sort of built up to something really incredibly with this end, which I think was yes, pretty good. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I was really, really satisfied with the end, but I'm also bummed that it ended. I feel uh-huh. like this, the the world that we're introduced to in this is just has so much potential for more stories. And there is a tease that Paro Itagaki is going to return to the kind of animal based stories that, are in a, the before yeah before she made uh, Beastars, um, she did a um, a series of animal, you know, anthropomorphic animal stories. What were they called? Uh, Beast Complex, um, I think it was called. Beast I think Complex, she has right. confirmed a new Beast Complex miniseries, just about random one shot stories in this world. Yeah, so we are getting more stuff in this world, which I guess is exactly what I want. No but the, the characters. Wolves. Those characters are some of the best realized characters I've ever read, um, especially Louis and um, uh, Lugosi. Lugosi, yeah, like just two phenomenal characters um, that are also extremely hot animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not forget, you know, and there's so much like, well, you meet the mobster lions. Oh uh, my god! In the like in the first hundred, and you'll learn that season two if that's how you watch it. Just the best, just. Eight lions who are gangsters who end up following a deer and become some of the most lovable criminals ever written. Yeah, they're so great, and they're, and it's that they're, they're every character you meet in this series becomes more than what you like. There's very few characters that you only see once. Mm. You know, over, over the couple years that this this manga is set, everyone plays different parts of this. Like. Part romance book, part like power play book, part like civilization story. Uh, I loved, I loved every moment of reading this, and like you know, as as satisfying as the end was, I can't help but be a little dirty that th- this this story is over. I I hope it's you know it, it ended because Paro Itagaki was like either you know 
wanting to move on to something different or like had thought she could, she told everything she could with these characters. I hope it isn't because of like sales or I don't know. I, I, I don't know how, how popular this was. I know it, I know, I know it doesn't sell that well in Australia, but it, you know, it is relatively new. Weak um, Australia. Weak. <laughs> um, but I, above all, I hope Netflix completely finishes, um, mm. you know, financing do they actually finance it in in, is it made by netflix in japan or i think so i think it airs as a proper weekly show in japan and then we get it later orange is the uh studio studio yeah um Um, yeah i don't think you'll be also i was gonna say in in japan it it airs in fuji tv and then i guess yeah the rest of the world okay that makes it was only licensed yep there you go i was wrong damn it my cred (laughs) my netflix cred uh, so what were you going to say about? Yeah, uh, um, I, don't think- I don't think you'll have like be disappointed with this ending. I think there are like loose threads that are left. There are like characters I wish to see more of. I want to see my beautiful panda again. I want to see what the boys at school are still up to. Um, you know, I loved um, when Lagoshi moves into that housing complex in the shitty part of town. I would have loved a bit with more seal. Oh, oh you did see the seal. The seal was wonderful. But yeah, I think it's B stars. The Joy of Beastars, it's such, like, an unrentingly creative book. It's a world that she created and just went, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And this ending, she did whatever the fuck she wanted. And it has that energy to the end, which I think was, like, the important part. She is such a phenomenal artist. Like, you know, granted she's drawing, you know, uh, very creative uh, animals. uh, You know, drawing animals very creatively. But her facial expressions that she's able to convey Mm. on them is just really remarkable. I can't wait to see what she does next. You know, maybe it is an extended long run on Beast Complex. I have this like bad thing where I was the, the first weekly manga that I read was One Piece, which is still going strong at chapter 993. <laughs> so whenever a manga series, which, you know, this year, a lot of series that I, that I started, you know, either, you know, earlier this year or last year or before that, you know, Demon Slayer, Promise Neverland, um, Beastars, like the, a lot of a series have ended um, at around the 200 mark. So, what Beastars made it to 196, I think. Mm. So it, it does. I'm like, oh, why is it ending so early? But that still is like an insane <laughs> amount of story to read. Um, I, you know, and, and I wonder with all of like, you know, the, the the insane stakes of this big battle that we're reading in Jujutsu Kaisen, like, how much longer has 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 the writer got planned for this for this this story? It's uh it's crazy. I did have that fear. I'm how- like, I want this one to go on for my favorite length for a manga is maybe eight volumes. But, I don't know, Jujutsu Kaisen, I want that till I'm, like, dead, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully we, get, we get that for a long, long time. It's very good. Um, and so is Beastars. I uh, highly recommend Beastars and Jujutsu Kaisen as, uh, as uh, two of the kind of best manga that I've read this year, for sure. Um, what have we got next on our list, Connor? We have... Which had Atelier. Hat- I'm glad you could say that last word. Say it again. Nice Atelier. Atelier. Which hat Atelier. Which I think um, just I have means the first, a house, maybe. <laughs> I have the first volume of this, and I still haven't read it because I'm, I'm an idiot. But you know what I should say? As far as, like, um, beautiful volumes of manga, Tankobans, mm. um, Beastars, and Witch Hat Atelier are probably tied first for just, like, beautiful uses of colour, but also negative space, and, like, really, really interesting designs. Um, as in, like... You know, like intricate, almost like mazes of either text or or like actual font stuff. Um, you know, like design. I, I love the Witch Hat Atelier um, uh, cover designs. Is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, so this came out in... Maybe the first volume was even 2018 here. And then we've just now um, gotten the sixth volume. And I celebrated that by reading it start to finish. And I think this stands with, like, now Jujutsu Kaisen and, like, Land of Illustrious as my favourite manga coming out. I think this book is just absolutely so special. It's um, this world of, like, magic, sort of a very European mixed with Japanese iconography sort of um, uh, magic world of like sort of medieval world where magic isn't done through flicking fingers and you know saying words it's through special ink where you draw seals and drawing the seal creates the magic and at one point this world was destroyed by war because if everyone can just draw something then magic goes crazy so this world has been reformed people have forgotten and there is this great lie that magicians um that magicians run that you can be born with magic when secretly they're hiding the power of, you know, drawing magic so it doesn't get out and destroy the world again. And it stars a young girl called Coco who um, is given magic by the evil of the series called the Brim Caps because they wear brims to hide their faces. And um, she draws a spell that freezes her mother in stone and she has to be accepted into... Um, with the witches now to learn how to undo that and become a proper witch and joins this atelier of like a crazy, maybe even Gojo sensei-esque, uh, witch master and Quifre and three other girls. And it's just a book What's of the name? her. Quifre? Qu- Quifre? Q-I-F-R-E-Y? Okay. I think so. Quai? Q? Quay? <laughs> no further comment. I won't bring it up. <laughs> um... And yeah, just throughout the book, it's about her learning magic and learning of the evils of this world and the joys of this world and learning magic with her friends and their friendship between the four girls and this larger threat. And it's just such a, it has this very, like, the best all ages feel of books like Bone and stuff like that, where it's a story that is timeless. It is just a story of friendship and joy and hope and coming together and there are still stakes and all that, but it's just so beautiful, but also just one of the prettiest books. Like, Google search it, find it in a bookstore, look at it. Every page, like, I don't know how this book chapters come out, like, sort of monthly, because the level of artistry and lines and the drawing of the magic and these characters is just unreal. And, um, yeah, and there's bunch of great stuff like it's comedy and reaction faces as well which you love but yeah if if you're looking like i'm not usually into that big sort of like magic school magic world sort of thing but this really hooked me and i think it's it's just such a joy in every way and i highly recommend it it's it it's first five volumes sort of worked really well with its characters now we're in the sixth volume and it feels like the world has just opened up again and i'm so excited for the future of this book too yeah awesome it's that kagome uh, I- shirahama i want to say her name is I need to uh, I need to actually read this book. It's been sitting on my shelf for yeah, like well over a year, and I haven't read it yet, just because I've been reading everything else. But hey, I'll get to it. Um, so uh, there's lots of different genres of manga. Um, we talk a lot about shonen manga, which is you know specifically for teen boys, although enjoyed by probably the most popular form of manga in in uh, in Japan. Um, I read a lot of uh, uh, CNN manga which is made for older men which is or just is it just adults i think i think that the category is sort of like older men because the one for older women is jose like um 
you know, Tokyo Tariva girls and stuff that, you know, Siobhan's brought about. But over the years, it's just like editorial speak now for magazine sales. It doesn't really mesh anymore, but it sort of works in selling a book. Yeah, I've read limited amounts, but I need to read more of, uh, of shoujo manga, which is, uh, you know, for teenage girls, which is, I think, officially what Witch Hat Atelier would fill in, fit, fit under. Probably, probably. Um, and uh, we, we, we reviewed, what did we review last week? Can We Relationship? Last time we, we, uh, we did an episode together uh, is in there as well. Um, but there's a lot of other um, genres. And um, the one genre that I think gets made fun of by a lot of people that have never read any is Yaoi or, or BL specifically, which BL stands for Boys Love Manga. And uh, I, uh, I guess I, mean, I know Yaoi as like something that gets made fun of on South Park. It's like, you know, it's beautiful looking, like, you know, male characters uh, kissing, <laughs> essentially, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think there is, like, I sort of grew up reading this stuff as well. I know there's there's a history of problematic content and also, like, a big demographic with um, something like fan works and, you know, its appeal to women as well that's given it this big stereotype, which just totally picked up and ran with everywhere that has sort of, you know, decreased the validity of this genre. But I think there are, it is making a good return, including the one about birds. Well, yeah. So, all right. So <laughs> I read, I was given, um, Viz sent me a, um, uh, a copy of the first volume of Toritan birds of a feather, because I mentioned that I had not read any Yowie before. And they said, Whoa, you got, you got to read some. <laughs> well, you so they sent me this one. Read this. <laughs> Um, and I looked at the cover, you have like two like tall, skinny um, men, one with like fair hair, the other with dark hair, um, looking wistfully at the reader, like, read me if you dare. Um, and I thought, great, these two uh, young men are going to fall in love. Um, I can't wait to read this romantic comic. I didn't read anything about the comic. I didn't read the blurb on the back. Um, so Inusaki is the main character. Um, he is... Someone who just does like odd jobs around the neighborhood, but officially calls himself a detective. Um, and uh, for the most part, he has to like rescue animals out of trees and stuff. And he uh, he particularly hates birds because Inosaki can hear and communicate with birds, uh, and he hates it because birds apparently have nothing good to say. That is until one day a particularly sexy crow comes and talks to him and he suddenly starts having romantic feelings for this crow. <laughs> so I was just taken aback, like, one, straight away, no, this character has weird superpowers that allow him to talk to birds and then for it to be, like, this, like, this love story about this dude falling in love with this crow and feeling weird about that, but also me as a reader going like, oh, no, I understand why you would have feelings for this hot crow. This crow rules. <laughs> um, and, of course, you're kind of led to think that, oh, hold on, is the crow just a crow or is the crow someone who someone that's already in Unosaki's life that has the ability to turn into a crow? Um, it's written by um, Kotosuko Yamamoto, and um, I thought this was an absolute joy to read. Connor, what do you think? I I was like, because you, you, you were like, you got to read this. And I'm like, I guess I got to read this. And at first I just, I, I was I just taken aback. I'm like, okay, um, this is a way to get into boys love. But actually it's very sincere and genuinely quite funny. Like it's, it's humor works really well. 
Um, yeah. Even if it's oh. like a, 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 a times a love triangle between two boys and a bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, BL stands for birds love. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, look, I love this. It's the the first volume's out. It's very cheap. I think it's like seven bucks on Kindle, or uh, you know, a, a couple bucks more than that if you if you buy it elsewhere. But um, as a just fun, very humorous, um, well drawn, uh, odd romance book, highly recommended. Toritan, Birds of a Feather, Volume One. Will this make you read more Boys Love? Do you think? Yeah, uh, 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 or if they few... don't have birds, they're off the table. Yeah, I, look, I, if I'll definitely read boys' love books if they have talking birds in it. <laughs> but like, I'm open to reading non-talking bird boys' love books. Um, I know you've recommended a few, and some other people in the pay, in the Hey Fam Discord have recommended a few Manwas uh, in this genre. I have read a few. There were a lot of uh, uh, boys' love two mix books that I that I that I dabbled <laughs> in in the past. But their uh, best non- efforts, non- if we're honest. Believe it or not, none of... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but I also... Not, nowhere near as sweet as Toritan, Birds of a Feather. Uh, so, we have one more book to talk about in this great episode. And it is a book that I've never heard of. It's called Utsubora. Tale of a Novelist. This is actually by um, a woman who does Boys Love. I've ordered her classmates' um, trilogy of Boys Love manga in. So, we'll see about that. But this is, like, a very heavy drama series uh well it's it's a single volume story by um asamiko nakamura and it, it it starts off with a young woman committing suicide and her rider friend being approached by the police being like this woman kind of doesn't exist and now she has a twin sister who showed up that doesn't exist what the hell is going on and it's sort of you sort of learn their relationship was a tenuous one about like maybe about, like, plagiarism and a story called Utsubora because, you know, the writer is getting older now and struggling with ideas. And what this is is just, like, a one-volume, incredibly heavy drama about, you know, bad people and bad relationships and, you know, struggling to survive and lecherous old men and young women trying to make it. Um, I love this kind of shit. I think a lot of good stuff out of, like, Jose comes from drama, like, descending stories we both love a lot. This isn't really sort of the same, but if you love, if you love a good drama, you know, I absolutely adore this, even if it like rips your heart out and does all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, terrible people doing terrible things is a, is somewhat a favorite genre of mine. But what's cool about this, I didn't realize until I was, um, cleaning up my shelf the other day. This is by the women who, woman who also did Maiden Railways out from Denpa Books. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah so right. imagine yeah. I her. I recognize the name. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I didn't either until I, like, yeah, I just saw that. And I was like, that's so cool. And when I flicked through it, what's cool is what you've seen of her art style, imagine that, but this book has a really intense focus on heavy, like, inked lines. Like, it's a great contrast between black and light, black and white. And the way she draws hair in this, um, and, you know, the, the her, her use of eyes to convey so much emotion, um, it's really fantastic. Uh, content warning for this, for, you know, like, suicide and death and um stuff like grooming and sex scenes and all that you know there's a lot in here but if you do love a good drama of writers and things gone wrong utsubora is an incredibly like gorgeous looking book dripping with atmosphere and that helps it a lot and i think i want to get all of her works now because apparently she's just hitting it out of the park 
Yeah, cool. I, I definitely have to check this one out. So it's, yeah, it's called Utsabora, the story of a novelist. Um, oh man, I'm just looking at some, uh, some of the pictures of some of the art from the book and it looks, looks so unique. It looks very different yeah. to Northern Railways. I think it got I a re-release, the... which is like why I saw it in the news and picked it up. So I think it should still be available to get. Yeah. Totally unlike Great anything I've seen. One of the best like looking like black and white pages I've, mm. I've ever seen. It looks, looks excellent. Oh, that's so good. Um, so Connor, before we go, um, uh, have, have you got any series that you are, that you're planning on, on reading next or anything that you're looking forward to that is still yet to come out? Uh, yeah, year? a few things, um, actually, uh, next month has a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, my broken Mariko, Mariko by, uh, Waka Hirako is another Jose book coming out, which is just like, uh, apparently just critical acclaim, a story of like a road trip, road trip, wait, trip big vibes there of like a road trip between two girls and broken families and the art looks incredible and it's getting a wonderful hardback single volume release from um yen press i believe um kageki shoujo is a fun looking shoujo drama book about if you've ever heard of the takarazuka um they're like an all-girls theater group in japan that has been running for generations where you sign up and you live your life through that service and it's stage productions that exclusively has women for both like male and female roles and they do stage plays of like Shakespeare and anime and their own works and this is like a dramatized version of that with a super fun art style and um also uh from Witch Hat Atelier her book um her previous series I think oh it's the name of two angels I don't know how to pronounce I think I think E-N-I-D-E-W-I N-E-L and Dwiala out from Yen Press, um, comes out soon too, which is apparently just like a comedy book of a lady angel and a lady devil just making havoc through the world. And that looks fun too. So I'm looking forward to all of those. Excellent. Um, I am looking forward to, I I own them. I haven't read them yet. Um, I have uh, two collections by two writers, um, Mangaka that we mention a lot on the podcast. They're two of Siobhan's faves, two of my faves and two of Connor's faves. Um, I have the latest collection of stories, uh, which uh, Siobhan talked about last episode um, by uh, Junji Ito, which is called Birds of... A- uh, sorry, which is called... Uh, what's it called? <laughs> I've, got, I've got too many things written in front of me. Um, Venus in the Blind oh, Spot? Ju- Venus in the Blind Spot. I saw that on the shelf. That is a nice hardcover. Yeah, it's gorgeous, um, and obviously inside contains many horrors. <laughs> and another very beautiful release is uh, Sneeze, a collection of stories by Naoki Urasawa, um, who gets mentioned on the podcast frequently. He's the uh, writer behind 20th Century Boys, Monster, Pluto, and um, so many more. And uh, I've I read, like, when I was getting into him, I read a lot of, like, you know, fan-translated uh, short stories he did, and this is a collection of a few of those and a few awesome. extra ones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but you, you got, Google the cover of that. It is so gorgeous. It's like the, he, uh, Urasawa draws children's faces really well, like these very interesting looking children's faces. And so the cover of sneeze is, uh, like a, basically like a, a girl, um, who's about to sneeze with pigtails and just this great yellow background. It's a, it's a masterfully put together cover and, uh, one that, uh, is definitely worthy of the pages within it. Um, I'm also finally, I think next time we record an episode together, Connor, I will have read, because um, one of the next series that I'm going to re- take on is uh, Revolutionary Girl Utina. Oh, um, yes. I read the sequel series to that, which just came out from Viz. I'll wait till 
which we do talk about. If you do read Utena, we'll talk about that next time because that is an interesting. So that's called collection. After the Revolution. Yes. Um, and uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena, I think, is like it's like you know that and Sailor Moon are like the the like number one like magical girl manga, right? Yeah. Well, there's kind of like two halves. There is like the super all ages Sailor Moon and the surrealist. Um, deconstructionist magical girl series, revolutionary girl Utna. Utna, cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, uh, Connor sent me an incredibly gorgeous uh, hardcover collection of the whole series, which I will devour very soon. Um, again, I love you know any 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 collection that could also be used as a weapon, <laughs> and uh, this is this is this is absolutely that. Um, and uh, for those who have uh, heard me rave on about it in the past, uh, the first volume of Chainsaw Man I think has just oh, come yeah. out. Um, so it's, if you want to pick up this, uh, incredible, uh, uh series that, um, I mean, that first volume is going to be such a weird collection because <laughs> it's nothing like what the series has become. Um, and I wonder how well it sells in, uh, in the West. Uh, but I, 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 I'd imagine that that's going to get a, an anime announcement soon. Mm. Um, because it is that, like, you know, one of the, one of the best selling, uh, manga series in Shonen Jump now alongside Jujutsu Kaisen. It's crazy looking at, um, the best sellers um, in Shonen Jump are from the start of the year compared to now, because so many massive yeah, series like- have have finished. Haikyuu finished. Demon Slayer yeah. was that last year? No, that was this year. This Demon year? Slayer and Demon Slayer and um, the Promised Neverland right, finished yeah. within like a fortnight of each other, um, and they both recently had like kind of like epilogue um, chapters um, in in recent Shonen Jump in like the same issue actually. Um, which were they were both fine, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, again, ex- ex- excited for what the, the what the the project is for the those two manga cards. Mm. Well. Um, there's a there's a rumor that the um the writer behind uh, Demon Slayer just got sick of living in Tokyo and and moved. Bounce. And, that, and, that's, <laughs> and that's why that's why Demon Slayer's ended. But that definitely came to like what felt like a very big glorious finale. Cool. Um, that's cool. I love that yeah, I mean, now like so much. Oh, so much. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, now like the, it's obviously one piece is like number one and then people still include Hunter Hunter, even though it's very rare that you get the <laughs> yeah. chapter of that series, but that is like, you know, still one of the best sellers. And then I think it's, yeah, My Hero Academia. And then I think like, I honestly think Jujutsu Kaisen is in like the top five now of like best selling ongoing manga in, uh, in Shonen Jump. Which is insane. Good, and good. I think, uh, but I'm I'm certain that that number is going to skyrocket. The anime, Demon Slayer style, because of this anime, which is just so good. So yeah, go go and as soon as we, now that this is over, you can go read, watch, and listen to Jujutsu Kaisen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can also listen to uh, Wine Mums Connor's podcast. Uh, what's your most recent episode about? Um, <laughs> the- that was. <laughs> <laughs> the television series Bones, um, and we do talk about the new anime season and stuff like Jujutsu Kaisen there too. Yeah, um, come, come for the new anime season talk. Stay for the Bones talk. <laughs> I haven't listened yet, but I know that that was definitely denim, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, Wine Mums available wherever you get this podcast. I'm sure Wine Mums is available there. If you want to hear more of me, uh, you can hear Hey Fam, uh, two hours uh, of which I record every single week with my friend Angus Truscott. We talk about anime and movies and video games. Um, and this week we're going to be talking about Borat 2, which is oh, the yeah. surprise hit of the year. <laughs> but I'm also going to try and force Angus to watch Jujutsu Kaisen because I think he'd love it too. 
Uh, and of course, I have uh, my other podcasts, uh, All the Small Games, which is having a small hiatus while we deal with some stuff, and uh, the Mitchin of Food Podcast, which is plenty of episodes in the past, but we haven't done any in a while, but whatever. Uh, it's just too easy to talk about uh, video games and comic books. <laughs> Food, you know, it's just, it's, it's more fun to eat, but, you know, maybe one day we'll come back. Um, thanks so much for listening to this one. Connor, thank you again for uh, for being a guest. And, thanks uh, for having me. Guiding Always me. a pleasure. I honestly, I honestly wouldn't read half the manga I do if it weren't for your influence. So thank you slash fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a slightly parasitical relationship. It's fine. I know I get you back uh, with other things that I'm, I forced you into too. So it's a, it's a wonderful damaging relationship <laughs> for both of us. Uh, but thanks so much for being on the podcast again. And I look forward to doing this again in a couple months. And... Uh, boring the majority of the <laughs> audience apparently <laughs> uh bring, keep those reviews coming guys itunes.com or whatever the fuck it is i, I won't take it personally if this is the least listened to one i'll take it no, a bit no, personally but, but not much it'll be massive thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.